0: Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 2, with your host, Ken Finesse Media, and co-host, treat a Millionaire. As the hosts gather their show notes and stage the studio for their next guest, sit back, sit back, turn up your, your volume, and get ready for something brand new.
1: Media, we bring to our listeners the people that's finessing the game, man. So Finesse Media is de- definitely the platform for that. So make sure that you are following us on Finesse Media on all of our platforms. Finesse Media on Twitter. And if you're on Instagram, Finesse Media there, but on Facebook, we're Finesse Media LLC, man. So definitely check us out, man. This episode is none other than just, just like the episode before previous episodes. We got another Finesse that's going to come and join us this episode, man. My home girl from Chicago, another Chicagoan uh, from the sorority Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated so we definitely can't wait to speak with Nai Colton, man. Teresa's in the building. She's working on some situations, and she'll be joining me in a second, man. But definitely, thank you for joining us. And always on Finesse Media, we're shouting out HBCUs. Each and every week, we shout out our HBCUs. Last week, I think we shout out uh, a prestigious university, and this week, we'll do the same. So all of our HBCUs we want to spotlight, just hit us up, FinesseMediaPodcast at email.com. If you want your HBCU to be spotlighted, man. So we want to make sure we do all HBCUs. And we will do that uh, on this platform. Because that's what this platform is to do. Is designed to do. Spotlight people. Spotlight the universities. Vanessa Media Podcast Season 2. And, man, make sure you check us out in August. If you're in Dallas, if you're in Chicago, we're going to set it off with our um, launch party. Our launch party for the season is going to be coming Uh, August the 22nd here in Dallas, Texas. Make sure that you check us out. If you're in Dallas, man, we want to see you. And everybody uh, that has been on this platform has been invited. So you never want to be there. But, man, if you come on that uh, event, let me just say this real quick. If you come to this event, man, uh, make sure uh, you come to this event ready to um, network because networking is key. And uh, we want to make sure that you come with your best. So, I mean, it will be invite only for sure. So my people know and I already know what's going to be happening. So just a friendly reminder, have your cards and have your stuff together, man, because we're about connecting and building brands and building businesses together. So that's what's up, man. Finesse Media Podcast Season 2. We can't wait to speak with our uh, co-host. I'm not co-host, but our guest. Um, it's going to be Nae Colton, man. So I cannot wait to speak with Nae Trees. I cannot wait to speak with our homegirl from the Alpha Kappa chapter of Sigma Gamma Rho. God
2: damn it, I can't wait.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Most definitely. Can't wait to get Nae on this today, on this great day. She has a lot to talk to us about. And so we're looking forward to definitely getting her on the line and hearing everything she has to tell us. She has some wonderful things going on. And it's definitely some things that we want to keep you informed about, especially because she's from the HBCU, like we are. And she's from our. We're all from the same HBCU, University of Arkansas, Time Bluff. So we're all prestigious alumni.
1: That's what's up, and I can't wait to speak with her about it, man. And uh, speaking of the university, man, this uh, this this afternoon, Therese, we got some information and uh, news—unfortunate news—about one of our mentors, professors, uh, arrangers. Uh, the list can go on and on. Uh, rest in peace, Jerome Hudson. Yes, I can't can. even believe that I'm even saying that, man. So, yeah,
3: so, it's. If- Extremely um, sad day for the Golden Lion family. You know, for those who don't know, uh, Mr. Hudson, um, you know, worked at the university. Any field show that you've seen, any music—I'd say 98% of the music that you hear the band play—he uh, arranged it. Um, he was an awesome individual. He truly made sure to impart himself into the Golden Lion family. Uh if you didn't think anybody was rooting for you, you better know Hood was rooting for you.
2: He was rooting
3: for you. He wanted to see you be successful and he wasn't one of those people that would, you know, root for you in private. No, he was gonna root for you publicly. Yep. Yep. And that's that's what that's what matters, you know. He was truly a champion for the student body, so it's a a very sad day for the Golden Lion family. It's a very sad day.
1: Very sad day. Uh, so rest in peace, Jerome Hudson.
3: and uh,
1: we all miss you, man. Uh, again, this episode of Finesse Media podcast, we bring on inspirational people who that's or who's finessing the game. And uh, again, this episode, I wanted to kick it off and uh, bring right on without even waiting. Uh, my good friend from the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, also bandmate uh, at the university, man. Make some noise <laughs> for, um, for, I would say she's from the Alpha Kappa chapter of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority. My friend, man, my homegirl, Na'i Colton, man. Welcome to the Finesse Media Podcast, man. How you doing? Hey, how's it going? everyone? Out
2: the top. Hey, Out the top.
1: Alpha cat, what did I say? My
2: girl, trees. I don't know. Alpha you was making Papa. some shit up. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at what you got
1: out there. <laughs> My bad. From the Alpha cat chapter, the Alpha cat chapter. Oh, make, make no mistake.
3: Let me correct you yes. right now. You get on this motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, oh How's Jesus.
2: you doing? How's it going? We're
3: doing How good. Oh, it's fish. going. It's going good. It's going good, despite mm-hmm. of everything. We doing we. Yeah, we doing all yes. right.
2: Yeah. yeah, prayers up to uh, Mr. Jerome Hudson's family. I did hear you all speak words uh, of encouragement to the UAPB faculty, staff, and student body. Man, I'm I'm still choked up about it. I'm having to hold back tears, but um, one thing I can say about Mr. Hudson, a uh, few words come to my mind, uh, perseverance, grit, and and he was a no-nonsense man, and he instilled that into the students of the March and Musical Machines of the Mid-South. Uh, he wanted your absolute best at all times, and those qualities have made me into the person that I am today as an educator teaching middle school math uh for chicago public schools and it's a shout out to the whole uatb community right now it, it's it's gloomy here in chicago and i see why you know right so, it's so sad yeah yes, yes. so.
3: yeah he he was you know i was telling kb uh a story of um, you know, when you go back for homecoming, everyone has their go-to people that they mm-hmm. make sure they want to see. You know yes. that you're gonna slide past and say hi to. And those people, if you were in band, those people are always gonna be uh, Hood as well as Mr. E. You gonna catch yes. Instagram yes. at a game, you know, and go over HUD, him, go into the your secured area, use your alumni pass, you know, and go boss hog and walk through there, chop it up with some people. But the two go-to are always going to be Hood and Mr. E. And so mm-hmm. I was telling KB how, you know, um, year before last, uh, myself and my good friend Philip Mouton, he was on the show, um, we went to go see Hood and Ervin. And so it was so busy that we were both having trouble, like, catching us. We were having trouble fighting. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm not going to go to practice. You know, I'm, I'm too busy kicking it. I'm going to catch them sometime in between time, <clears throat> But I was able to actually catch up with him and Mr. Evans, and it made me feel so good. Me and Phil were just talking about it. When you wonder if people are supporting you or – You don't really know, but he told us, he was like, I'm so proud of you guys. I'm watching what you're doing. You're doing great things. You know, Mm -hmm. keep making those moves. We're supporting you. I'm loving what you're doing. You're doing amazing things. Keep pushing. Yes. And for your mentor to tell you that, as well as for someone, because just being real, they saw all of us as children, You know, yeah, we went into college, and you think you were an adult, but you weren't. They seen us literally as children grow into women and men. So to have someone tell you that, that, you know, that type of of person for you, it was just amazing. So I know it's going to be extremely, he's going to be extremely missed. You know, we were just.
1: Yeah, we missed it. We were just
3: talking and saying, like, oh my God, who's doing field shows now? Who's writing music now? You know, because for years it was like, hey, we got to get someone younger in there to start, you know, going under hood so that if when he retires, you know, we hoped he was going to retire, someone would then go into that position.
2: Right, exactly.
3: Yeah, never did we think it was going to be. She left left out, and then we need yeah.
1: someone. Man, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So our thoughts and prayers to, again, like, you know, the of the, the staff, and uh to the entire M4 family, man, because we're going to miss her. Um I definitely would miss her, man. I, again, I can't even – it's so new. It's so new, so I can't yes. even process it yet to – you know, to be having emotion yet, like you said, naive. Like I want to cry, I want to, I want to share tears, but really, I want to, uh, I want to, really uh, just think about the good stuff and think about the good times. Right. So our last, you know, um, fighting the togetherness was in um, TCU when we we played UAPB, man. So rest in peace, Hood man. Definitely want to keep it going on a higher note, man. Bringing it back again, Nae yes. Colton. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. And for those that's oh, listening. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, sis. And for those that's listening, Nae, not sure if you catch with any episodes that we've done in the past, but what we do on this platform, Nae, is bring on people that's finessing the game and that's performing at the highest level of their craft. So when we reach out to people, because most of the people that's been on this show, let, let the listeners know and, and should be uh, aware, we reach out to these people because we want to grab your coattail to say, hey, we see what you're doing. you finesse in the game. So, Nae, thank you for joining this podcast, and we want to bring you on, on this platform to talk about those things that you're doing, performing at the highest level of your craft, uh, uh, in, in your craft, particularly speaking within your organiza- organization's Sigma Gamma role, because I know that you're doing some great things there.
2: Thank you so much. Yes. Um, Well, starting tomorrow, actually, uh, Central Region of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated, we will be meeting for our 80th Central Region Conference. And I am one of the candidates running for Undergraduate Chapter Coordinator, which means I will, if I win, if I'm elected... I would be over. We're gonna all say of the when
3: you win, when you win.
2: yeah. Okay, when that's right. Like, put it out there. <laughs> put it out there. <laughs> uh, I would just advise all of our undergraduates within Central Region and help them persevere through their chapters and make Sigma a success on all protective campuses. So uh, this is quite a journey for me, just being inducted as an undergrad. I now have 20 years in the sorority, nonstop, have been active and financial wow. every year, And that is a blessing. And just to all of my divine nine those. We
1: ain't going to huh? let those years just walk away and pass and you let us know and you just no. keep talking. That's part I, I, of I'm finesse right, in the right, game. Right, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, But but just, you know, to all my D9 Greeks out there, you know, when we join our prospective organizations, it's a reason why that we join. And I encourage everyone, if you are not involved, get involved. Whatever your 100% is, if it's only, you know, you can donate to your local chapter or you could get involved into the young mentoring group, or you could be uh, an active member when you go into the community. Get involved with your Greek letter organizations because the Divine Nine are doing some excellent things out here in the community.
3: Yes, they are. We are
2: involved with the Census 2020 people. If you don't know, understand your community matters it's time to count your people you have to get involved with census 2020 so d9 if you've been a little dormant and you have not been out there get reconnected the time is now for everyone because we got some major moves going on right now it's election time We got things to do, people, in our communities, and the time is now.
3: Absolutely. Now, my question is, if and when you are elected, what is one thing that you have seen coming from undergraduate, then going on to graduate chapter, what is one thing that you have seen that's lacking, that you are like, this is my agenda, this is what I'm trying to make sure takes place under my candidacy?
2: I need to ensure that undergrads have a smooth transition into graduate chapter. That is the disconnect, okay? When we're on our undergraduate campuses, we have that vibe with our undergraduate chapters right i mean you know how we clicked and we hung out and we did things we, we moved a it. certain way we kicked it right mm-hmm. and it's that family that could never be replaced but we have to instill in our younger people that that can also be translated into your local graduate chapters you have to be connected. And that that takes a transition. You know, the first thing that you're thinking about is, ooh, I'm trying to get out of school, right? You're not thinking about, ooh, what graduate Mark. chapter should I get into? You're trying get to get these
1: loans off my butt.
2: Exactly. And also, <laughs> you know, we're trying to um Find ourselves, you know, what career are we trying to do? Some people get degrees or something, you know, uh, I'm not really feeling that. But at the same token, our graduate chapters, they're just a network, you know, and they have been there, done that. And that's one thing I can say that I have been blessed with. When I moved back home and I retrograded into A to Z Sigma, I was blessed with the network, with the connections. Hey, I'm going to show you how to do this. Oh, let me hook you up with this. I need it for an absolutely nothing. And that is still here to this day within every organization. These young people need support. They need resources and they need guidance. And we cannot let our younger brothers and sisters down. They pretty much pledge their oath to the organization, and that's for a lifetime. It's not just for undergrad. So, whatever uh, my mission is to support that transition, to provide undergraduate summits for our undergraduates so they can see how we can matriculate at a smooth transition. Um, thank God that Sigma Gamma Rho nationally, they have discount rates. So, you know, for our current graduates, they pay 50% of their national dues. And there's so many local chapters that are waiving their local chapter dues to ensure that undergraduates have a smooth transition. So, I'm, I'm very, very passionate about that because I want to See
1: the next generation grow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what you want to do. You want to grow the chapters and grow, you know, locally and regionally. And so for people who, who's listening, uh, we, we can assume, you know, everyone went to an HBCU or even know about Sigma Gamma Rho. So with your platform and, and and being on this platform, Finesse Media Podcast, talking about Sigma Gamma Rho, we want to let people know who is Sigma Gamma Rho. So let the listeners know. Uh, about the sorority Sigma Gamma Rho.
2: All right. Well, Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated was founded on the campus of Butler University in Indianapolis, Indiana, by seven school teachers. We are the last of the Divine Nine Greek Letter sororities. We were founded in 1922. Royal Blue and Gold are our colors, and the Poodle is our mascot. And when I tell you our organization believes in greater service, greater progress in our communities, that is our slogan. We believe in educating the entire family, and we believe in perseverance for our youth. And that is the Rose Sorority.
3: <laughs> if Drink, I was in church, t- thank <laughs> <that is yeah! laughs>
1: Y'all know. Yes. Co-host Teresa Millionaire uh-huh. is also a member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. So Absolutely. I know we talk about it here and there, but I wanted to properly introduce and give Nae that platform and, and you know, a uh, way of really saying to you all, who is Sigma Gamma Rho? Shout out to the poodles, man. Y'all definitely one of the smartest dog breeds. Not y'all dogs breed, but Tree knows I have a poodle, man. And I act, put it together naive. I said, Man, I got this yeah. poodle. And I'm like, Damn, this dude is smart. And I go, Wait, that's what the whole little stigma or stereotype was about the Sigma Gamma Rose, that they were hella smart. And I'm like, yes. I get it now.
2: <laughs>
3: yes, yeah. I saw
2: that poodle. I was like, Oh, look at Ken with that
3: poodle. Get he's it. pretty, isn't he? he and he's gorgeous. so big. He's pretty. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> He's real pretty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, the poodle real smart, you know. Not to put down anybody else's mascot, a mouse or a, a duck or anything like that. But Thank you for not poodle. seeing the dove.
1: Thank you for not seeing the dove.
3: I said a duck.
1: <laughs> I no, I quack, said thank quack. you for not seeing the dove. The thank dove, Oh, I'm not gonna come dove. for
3: you like that, K B. <laughs> 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 He's like you not come for me on my own. Chair. In it <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
2: no but I, I mean um, and just too, as I reflect, I feel like there has been just um, an a evolution in the Greek world. I don't know if you all can relate to that. It seems like everyone is just evolving right to the next level as I just look on social media. Um And, and we're just, just doing some dynamic things, and we just need to keep going Uh because we are, as I like to say, we're the cream of the crop. You know, we're the leaders, so we have Absolutely. to lead the way. Mm-hmm.
3: So you say you've been a member of the organization for how long? Give it to us one more time. 20 years. I will be 20, 20
2: on November 13th.
3: Amazing. Now tell us. I want you to tell me one of the, one of the greatest moments, or I'll give you two. One two of the greatest moments when you were in an undergrad, and two of your greatest moments in graduate chapter. Okay.
2: Um. Well, two of the greatest moments. One when I was inducted, and two. When I was able to be the bachelor which is the president of our undergraduate chapter, and when we grew from, like, from two to three members to, like, over 20 members, I was so excited about that accomplishment because in the South, at that time, Sigma Gamma Rho was not popular. And just, just how the members... We just really had a different focus. We had a mindset. We were like, uh-uh. We about. We had a vision about our chapter, and we obtained that vision. The mission and vision was to grow the chapter. The mission and vision was to serve the community, which was the campus. And we did that. So those are my two
3: Absolutely. proudest moments when I was on campus let me tell you just to piggyback on service because it's it's crazy that she said this and I want want to let this be known across the platform so a lot of times um, it doesn't even have to be a a panhellenic organization it could just be an organization right your purpose should be to serve the community it shouldn't be to be popular to wear whatever paraphernalia you know it should be to serve Mm -hmm. your community And one thing that we used to do that I always loved, and a lot of times we would partner with uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, was we would do a barbecue. Now, that might Mm -hmm. not seem like a big thing to everyone, like, ooh, wow, a barbecue. But the reason why I loved when Sigma Gamma Rho did our barbecue is we literally didn't just feed the campus, we fed the community. I remember right. one year we had the barbecue on campus in front of the Delta Housing Complex. That's where we had chose to have it. And I remember literally it was some apartments next door called Piney Woods. Everyone from Piney Woods came to the barbecue. People from all over the city of Pine Bluff had heard of it and it was like Pine Bluff was on our campus. Mm-hmm. It wasn't any fighting. It was, you know, a lot of times you'll have rival gangs or stuff like that. Everyone knew all uh, the Sigma Gamma Rose. They're throwing, the, the the smart girls, they throwing a barbecue, and it's going to be lit. We had the DJ out there, and it was just a good time, but it made me feel good because a lot of times, you know, I remember with some people that, you know, were homeless. They came and got plates. We gave them foil. Absolutely. They took plates. We didn't turn anyone down. And when I tell you, it wasn't a barbecue where it's just like, oh, we have some chicken and burgers and hot dogs. No, we had a full spread.
2: Um, Back at that time, it was a couple
3: of stores, including myself. We worked at Tyson Foods. Oh, my God. So we used that good (laughs) discount. We had ribs. We had hot links. We had chicken, uh, Mm -hmm. hot dogs, hamburgers holy like it was popping in all the beverages that you could consume whether it you know was some fruit punch or some soda so mm-hmm. that's yep. that is a really good thing when it comes to serving a community something that small you know sometimes people would take for granted but a lot of times when people are living in poverty you don't have to do like that's one of the number one things that they go without skipping meals, right? So, oh, absolutely, that makes a an
2: major difference. And you're so right about that. It's a lot of people that will go hungry without even saying anything, they'll just be hungry. So, yeah, I felt like yeah. you were feeding the hungry like before it was actually feeding the hungry, you know, exactly before it was platform. a thing.
3: Like, before right. it was like I see now, you know, more people are you know, feeding the homeless, feeding the hungry. But we were literally doing it before... That was like, what, 15 years ago. So we okay. were doing it before it was like the cool thing to do and people, you know, take videos and put it on social media. Oh, I gave this person food. No, it wasn't about that. It was, hey, if you're hungry, you want to hang out, listen to some music, we don't care who you are, come get a, come get a plate of food. If you coming up there, you know, people being... You know, Piney Woods, in case you don't know, in Pine Bluff, Piney Woods is the projects. Let's just put it like that.
1: Man, shout and, out to Piney Woods, man. I, uh, <laughs> shout out to Piney Woods. Yes. <laughs> shout out Building to Piney number 20,
3: Woods. Shout out to Piney And a lot of college yes. students lived in Piney Woods if they were able to get, you know, housing and stuff like that. But let's be clear Piney Woods
1: no, it was hood. is
3: like the projects.
1: No, it was on on our
3: campus, you know, it's it been there for years. Right. It's, it's the projects. So to have, you know, people, it's all kinds of stereotypes and stuff like that when it comes to projects. But let me tell you, everybody from the projects was up on campus. Everybody was. And if you were Susie, Q, whoever, and you had six kids, guess what? All six kids got a plate. If all six kids yes. wanted to take home some hot dogs, some hamburgers, some ribs. Go ahead and take that stuff home. Get you some of these juice boxes to take with you, too. Get you a plate yes. of these desserts and these thighs, and we still got it. You know, I remember um, going to certain events, and people ran out of food. Literally, we would have to give stuff. Like, please take a plate. Please take some with you. Yes. Okay, after yes. we gave the community. Okay, what stores need food? Okay, what sorors live off campus? What sorors are taking care of their little brother or little sister and they done came to live with them and they still trying to get their degree. Okay, y'all take some of these plates home too. So that was a really cool thing. So now tell <laughs> yeah. me your two things at graduate chapter. What are two things from grad chapter?
2: So graduate right. chapter, I must say that Uh, My proudest moments were when I was, first of all, when I became a member and when I matriculated into the role as basilisk, Um, you know, being the basilisk of a chapter is very, very difficult, but I was able to succeed in four years. I was a master for four years, and I actually grew the chapter from approximately about maybe eighty, eighty-five to eighty-six members to over a hundred members, approximately one hundred thirty-six members. Come on now! And so during that time, I was—we moved the chapter into a centennial chapter. That's one of our labels for when you receive a certain status within the organization as far as your chapter goes within the organization um just and then just making connections making building relationships, advising undergrads i I, I must admit when I tell you my journey into graduate chapter has been. Phenomenal. It has been an opportunity of growth, not only within the organization, but professionally. Uh, We have a lot of educators. We have a lot of administrators. We have uh, principals, assistant principals, deans. So I have been really, really blessed um, with my chapter and really just within the whole region. I can't even just minimize just with A to ZI Sigma within Central Region. This has been a phenomenal experience. And I feel like every undergrad should have the same experiences that I have had.
3: Absolutely. It doesn't matter
2: what organization. It does not mm-hmm. matter.
3: Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? I definitely We, we agree. have
2: to get involved. We have mm-hmm. to get involved. So um, I'm grateful. I am blessed. And I'm favored. I have there you to go. just keep it one hundred. I am favored.
1: That's what's up. And as you mentioned, Nae, about your your chapter and about the you know the type of professionals that you guys have in that chapter. I'm not sure if if Doctor uh, Trina Hollingsworth is in your chapter, but she's definitely someone of uh, that's a member of Sigma Gamma Rho who yes, very early. Yes,
2: she is. Yeah. <laughs> so so Doctor Hollingsworth, she's is my a girl. member of Delta Sigma. Yes. Okay. And, and and you know we're so close. It doesn't matter what chapter you are in. You still got that blue and gold. And look, mm-hmm. like she told me, blue and gold was so nice. We did it twice because we are both alumni of Chicago Vocational High School. <laughs> <with> the covers <laughs> are blue and gold. Yeah, she loves CD. She, she she is she a riot. It. She's mm-hmm. phenomenal. She is a She's sister. a lot of fun. And, oh, my God. And, and, and she's a wealth of knowledge, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've talked to her on many other occasions, and I actually visited her chapter during my campaign trail. And she looked up, she said, No, he's not you. I'm like, yes, Doc, is me. And I'm visiting. Can you please take my phone? <laughs> so she, she is a riot. And, you know, that goes back to what I'm saying. That just, you know, at her age,
1: Mm-hmm.
2: She's still and kicking, she's still active. Yeah, she does everything. And guess what? She does not miss a meeting. She's traveling. She's still involved. She's, she's selling going houses. To the <laughs> yes, and that's what it's all about. You know, that's going to be us in some, about what thirty more years. That's going
1: to be us. Yeah, yeah, Teresa, I see y'all. I see y'all being active, and and, and you know, still a part of the community and the organization. But Dr. Trina Hollingsworth was, uh, you know, my seventh and eighth grade teacher. And uh, I, I didn't know at the time. Again, uh, I said somewhere on social media, where I didn't know anything about like organizations. So she didn't really flaunt it then, but she was very active apparently then and uh, coming full circle. I'm like, wow, she's a member. And then I kind of saw you guys, uh, you know, uh, crossing ways. I'm like, wait, she knows Naive. She knows Deanna. Shout out to Deanna, man. And uh, yeah. the Sigma Gamma Rose has been definitely, like I said, a strong strong point in my life of some sort. Shout out to Toya Dunn, who listens to the show. But uh,
3: yes. y'all good.
1: Yeah. Y'all good in my book, and, man. <laughs> good. And, and look...
2: I'm following in her and many educators who are members of Sigma Gamma Rho, because guess what? I got a a couple of former students of mine that I had in middle school. Guess what? They hit me up. They are members of Sigma Gamma Rho. They needed that letter of recommendation. I wrote it. They, they, you know, did their neophyte. I went up, shout out to Nadia Williams from uh, Gamma Rho. Chapter at Illinois State University. I just went up there to see her. A, hey, when I tell you this is a lifetime, and this is actually incorporating your legacy. Yep. Incorporate, that's and, and that, and that's the mindset that we really need to have. What is mm-hmm. your legacy in this lifetime? Think about, because as we know, life is too short.
3: No, that's it. That's it. That's very true So on the campaign trail Um in all of these Organizations everyone has National projects That they do What national project Is one that you are Um pushing forward And that you want to bring more light to
2: Well Really all of them Uh project cradle care Where we advise Uh Teen mothers or mothers that are in need um, for services to provide for their newborn. Also, um, but my favorite, I would have to say, would be Youth Symposium. It is an all day event that we provide for our youth, and they get so much training. It's phenomenal. Uh, We're literally doing from domestic violence to um, nutritional, to healthy generations, to actually knowing how to take care of yourself. These young people really, really embrace the program. They ask questions. They are engaged. And now that will be my most favorite project. Um, On an undergraduate level, I can see how that can be a little uh, challenging for undergraduates to promote themselves. But I charge the undergraduate chapters to co-host with their graduate chapters because that's who has the resources to host that event at the capacity that we normally have it and sponsor with the graduate chapters and really connect with the youth. You know, by our undergraduates, they're young, they're spicy, you know, they know what's what's hip and what's not. They could connect to those younger people and give our youth really a vision for greatness. It's so many young people that don't know about going to college. I was shocked about that. I thought everyone knew. So we're of the era where a different world matters. Now, this is just based on my reflection. Our younger people today, they're not seeing past a certain point. And I'm talking to you all as an educator. I'm talking to my students. Okay, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know. I've never Mm -hmm. heard that. So we are in, we are in critical times right now where we have to start introducing something new to our young people. That's and right. That is the way to go. Any type of programming that supports the youth, we have to do so.
1: And being a, being an educator, naive, I do have that question to ask about college. As you mentioned, a lot of people don't know about. So, um, tell me about, like... Go ahead what and are repeat
3: you... that, KB. You had cut out on us for a second. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Just kind
2: of want to...
3: That's okay.
1: Being... Uh, you're kind
2: of cutting out some more.
1: Oh, I'm sorry about yeah. that. Sorry, sorry.
3: Okay, we're hearing you now. Oh, okay. Okay. But, but yeah, just kind of
1: want to know about... The uh, the colleges. A lot of people aren't going to colleges nowadays. I mean, what, what's you know what's your kind of thought about that? I know you're into education, but a lot of people aren't. The college enrollment is down uh-huh.
2: because it's not introduced in the household. So you got to think about the generations that are raising the kids now, okay? And it.
1: Naya, are you still there with us? I don't know if we lost our guests or not, uh, but that was a, a real good question. Uh, not sure, Teresa. Naya, are you still yeah. there? Not sure. I think lost we lost her
3: guess. for a second. If we lost you, just go ahead and call back in for us um, on the line, maybe disconnect and then just call back in for us. But yeah, she
1: just did. She'll call back, but you know I was just really talking about that, you know, trees A lot of people, you know, aren't going to college, and I, you know, I want to know her perspective as being an educator. You know, what's her kind of response or feedback on those, you know, those things? Because people, I mean, it, it, personally speaking, you know, added to that, you know, me, I think people need to get a, you know, a, a trade or, or maybe if you're going to college, make sure that you're going to have something that's going to be lucrative, I guess. But come on, man, it, it, it's really not so much guaranteed in any profession now you know
3: so me looking at it now um i definitely would have went to college definitely um but i believe i would have did things differently um the way that this debt is set up you know it's it's so crazy how the debt is set up um you know i probably would think about going to college Um, But before I went, I would go to a trade school. That way, I would have a trade. And then when I got to college, you wouldn't have the situations where people are working and they're having to work fast food, work tons of hours, then study, then go to school Mm -hmm. and have that type of stress. So I would have went and got a trade and then went to college so that when I did go to college, I still... Could make very good wages, a good mm-hmm. salary. Like I would have went to a trade school, became an electrician or a plumber, so that when I went to college, hey, I can still work whatever hours being an electrician or a plumber, still making forty, fifty thousand, and then get my education as well. You Come know, on. and
1: not just, um, and have as so well much as not have the
3: all that debt. That debt, but yeah.
1: that's it. So naive. I think we got you yeah. back. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not not sure what happened. But what's your thought on I don't that? Know, what's your okay. thought about the college enrollment? It's going down. I think people are enroll, <laughs> enrolling. And as an educator, I want to know your thought.
2: Well, I have to admit, you know, the students that I service have not even been introduced to college in their households. Okay, so which means the parents are not talking to them about college. And mm-hmm. the only time they're being introduced to college is on a, a school level, you know. So my school, John B. Drake Elementary School, shout out to my principal, so Sidney J. Galladay, um, we have like college days, you know, she's she's very intentional about introducing a higher level of learning to our students, because our community does not receive that from the parents. That's a problem.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: when we were growing up, I felt like our people always, you know, oh, you got to be better than me. You better go to school. They probably right. didn't know how to get you to school, but they stressed it to you it is not being stressed in the households like it used to be
0: that's true that
1: that's very true and that's you yes, know a perspective yeah. to to look at definitely a perspective to look at um and so as being an educator uh in in the chicago public school systems uh, your capacity that you sit there how long have you been doing that and and what level of education do you teach
2: so i teach 6th through 8th grade middle school mathematics I am on year 15, 15 Ooh. years, servicing on, you our
3: get, community. she got to get and two applause am, in this episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since she said she was where Chicago Public Schools. Okay. Yes. so yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> right, right, For the right, listeners, right. I had to yes. reiterate. Okay. She's not at, she said public. Okay. She's not at yes. charter or private. Okay. She said mm-hmm. public. Okay. In All the right. same
2: building. In the same building, they're servicing the same community. So right now I'm probably servicing the younger brothers and sisters of some of my former students now. So I'm on my second and third wave of the families now. Mm. Um yeah, second and so, third
3: generations, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah.
2: So I I have really invested a lot of time uh, in the Dearborn community. Um, I love that community. Mm -hmm. We've had some challenges, but one thing I can say, that community perseveres through all obstacles and they are going to rise above. Um, And just being there, how I was able to touch the lives of so many students. I've had some students, uh, you know like I stated earlier become members of the sorority I've had quite a few students go to college you know so just seeing that that makes me happy because a lot of times when you teach middle school you don't see you don't see the results right away right and that's what's so frustrating you know if you're a high school student you can kind of see it but middle school, it takes them a little time. And then when they wow. find their way, they'll come back. They'll come back. And they'll say, Ms. Mm-hmm. Colson, I just want to thank you. Because yep. here, this is what I'm doing now. And it's just remarkable, you know, to actually see them rise above and persevere and just go get educated. That's all I want to tell my people because, you know, you have to get educated because what you know, no one can ever take that away from you.
3: That's That's right. right. No one can ever take your knowledge away. Now, I have a quick little game that I want to play with you. Okay. And you just just answer, just answer. Don't, Don't think on it. I just want you to answer. Okay. 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 If you were stuck on an island for a year and could only listen to one album, what would it be?
2: Wait. If I could only listen to what?
3: If you could only listen to one album, and you were stuck on the island for an entire year, what album would you listen to?
2: Oh. <laughs> oh my God. You that gotta listen is to it difficult. the whole year. <laughs> Oh now that's not fair.
3: You I'ma only get one. Earth. Oh
2: man. You know I like Beyonce. I'm gonna go with <laughs> Earth Wind and
3: Fire though. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, You know I like Beyonce, but okay, Earth, Wind and Fire. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: Any Earth Wind and Fire album. Just okay. randomly picking.
3: Now, if you could remake any movie and be the main character, what movie would it be?
2: Oh. Shoot. As
3: well, soon as you said that, Baby Boy came up in my head. I don't know why. Girl. Who, you, what's her name in Baby Boy? You gonna be her?
2: Taraji.
1: <laughs> Dira- <Howdy>, my
3: <laughs> What was her name?
1: Taraji Dira- P. Henson. <laughs>
3: Right, Soriza T yes, people. Sir, what was her sir, name sir. in the in the uh, uh
1: movie? Um Yvette Yvette,
3: Evette, girl, you Yvette, Yvette? that's Yvette. Was the first that
2: that's the first movie. So did you say it <laughs> boom, baby boy popped in my
3: head. That's a good one. Now yeah. if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh I would want to
2: really just stop crying. So are you a Batman motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, Batman. Yeah, give me give me that. Give me that. I was even looking
3: at Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman. Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman, all in, what? All, what all this, in what, one. All in one. But what's the superpower? See like I'm just stopping crime. Like
2: are uh, you I'm can a, you uh, fly?
3: Can you dodge? But like what's your one superpower?
2: I wanna shoot that uh red laser out my eyeball. <laughs>
3: That's what I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) do.
2: Laser eyes. that?
3: Superman. Yes, Superman. He has the eye. I don't know what you call it. Wait, I'm
1: joking.
3: (laughs) I
2: want to do that. I'm joking. So all of these people that got the devil in them, I'm going to, I'm going to bat that devil up out of you. (laughs) (laughs) This crime got to stop. For real. It got to stop. She got the Not laser eight. eyes. <laughs> now, yeah, I got to
1: act and just taking it back to Sigma Gamma Bro, before we let you go, man. I know you're doing yes. uh, the amazing uh, things on your campaign trail, and I know that you'll win. And so, after you win and you serve your time uh, in that capacity, do you think International Basilisk is on the list?
3: I'm
2: going to have to say yes. Oh, there we go. And, and treat to actually vouch for me because I used to say this yep. in undergrad, y'all better watch out because I'm going to be the AGB one day. So, yep. yeah, I feel like, you know, yeah, why not? why not serve? Why not serve the organization that you love the most in whatever capacity that. that you can do? If that is a goal, you should go for it. And I just want to be the model for, again, the younger generation. Do it. Just do it. You got to be like Nike. Just do it.
3: Just do it. Now, I know she did used to say in undergrad, y'all, listen, y'all better respect me because one day I'm going to be the president and I'll I'll come shut this chapter down. <laughs> <laughs> She see, for, do for it. Those of, see it has to be said but oh, for those of y'all is. that don't know she's addressed as the naive we don't just call her naive so I know for the stories from Alpha Chi that's listening to Alpha Chi Sigma they probably like why she just keep calling her naive that's not her name so we call her oh, the naive like the naive T-H-E-E y'all got it yes <laughs> thank you I look mad respect
2: and respect. Thanks to you too, y'all doing the thing Thank you Just just a positive representation for our HBCUs Our Divine Nine, Phi Beta Sigma, Sigma Gamma Rho This is what I'm talking about This is what needs to be promoted uh, just across the world Our our young people gotta know what
3: we do
1: That's what's up man
3: Absolutely, absolutely
1: And just like we say we want to spotlight you, Nye, as being one of the finessers, man. So you've definitely been finessed by the Finesse Media Thank Podcast you. this episode. Thank you so yes. much, Nye, for joining us this, this episode, is a man. Great we appreciate way.
2: This is an excellent way to kick off Central Region Conference because I'm going to Kentucky finesse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky
2: is just, baby, I'm like, hey, I am finesse. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're welcome, Nae. Come on, anytime, man. Congratulations in advance on your win. And if you want to stick around, yeah. man, each and every episode we shout out our HBCUs. I got tongue t- tied. We shout out HBCUs, Nai. So if you want to stick around to listen and know who the HBCU of the week is, we're gonna bring that right up. Trees, get ready for the HBCU
0: of the week, baby.
2: Thank historically
1: you. black
0: colleges and universities commonly called HBCUs are defined by the Higher Education Act of 1965 as any historically black college or university that was established prior to 1964 whose principle was and is the education of black Americans and that is accredited by a nationally recognized accrediting agency or association determined by the Secretary of Education. It's now time for the Finesse Media Podcast, HBCU of the Week.
3: All right, all right, all right. So our HBCU of the Week is Gramlin State University also known as Gramlin, Gramlin State or for us in the HBCU GSU. <laughs> GSU, Next, GSU, y'all know it. Okay, so GSU is a historically black public university in Gramlin, Louisiana. The university is home of the Eddie G. Robinson Museum and is listed on the Louisiana African American Heritage Trail. The university is a member school of the University of Louisiana System. Gremlin State Athletic Teams compete in Division I of the NCAA and are known as the Gremlin State Tigers. The university is also a member of the Southwestern Athletic Conference, also known as the SWAT. Gremlin State was founded in 1901 and accredited in 1949. The school became Gremlin College in 1946, named after Judson H. Grambling, a white sawmill owner who donated a parcel of land for construction of the school. Gremlin State University Developed from the desire of African American Farmers in rural North Louisiana Who wanted to educate other African Americans in the northern part of the state In 1896 The North Louisiana Colored Agricultural Relief Association, led by Lafayette Richmond, was formed to organize and operate a school. After opening a small school west of what is now the town of Grambling, the association requested assistance from Booker T. Washington of Tuskegee Institute in Alabama. Charles P. Adams sent to aid the group in organizing an industrial school, became its founder and first president. Our HBCU of the week, ladies and gentlemen, Grambling State University.
1: Always good to shout out a Southwestern Athletic Conference school treats, man. That's definitely what's up, man. Shout out to Grammy hey, State hey. University, man. Each and every week, we shout out our HBCUs. So if you want to check us out or you want your HBCU to be spotlighted, hit us up, finesse Media Podcast at gmail.com, man. What a great episode. Naive Colton, man. Thank you so much for being finesse and allowing us to be uh giving a platform for you, man. So thank you so much, man. My Shouttown sister, she's doing things. Support her. I missed asking her. Uh, how to follow her on social media, man. But we'll post it on our social media platforms, man. Trish, you're of Sigma Gamma Rho
3: doing her Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Same chapter and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to... Let me shout it out. Shout out to the ladies of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated, located... At the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, the flagship of the Delta, the Alpha Chi Oh So Fly chapter. What's up, ladies? If you haven't linked up with the Sigma on the yard, make sure you do because those ladies are doing big, 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 big things. And as I said, they're Oh So Fly. And who wouldn't want to be Oh So Fly or be a part of being Oh So Fly? or oh so fly so make sure you check out those ladies of alpha Kai.
1: there you go alpha chi <laughs> shout out to you man well another episode of finesse media podcast is in the crazy streets man i'm out of here man make sure you check us out on all of our social media platforms at finesse media if you're following us on instagram underscore at finesse media if you're following us on twitter and if you're checking us out on facebook which we all are finesse media LLC man what a good episode man and Absolutely. this episode like all episodes has been sponsored by Latrice Murphy views man
3: and make sure you follow me unfortunately you can't follow me at Treesa Millionaire anymore because both of those Teresa Millionaire pages are at their limits thank you all for following but I can't accept any more followers but you can follow me on my business page at Latrice Murray Views, that's at L-A-T-R-I-C-E-M-U-R-R-A-Y-B-I-E-W-S. And I will definitely keep in contact with you, and you'll still get the same great content that you did on Latrice the Millionaire. And once again, we're going to keep you locked like the front door. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Until another another episode
1: of Finesse Media Podcast Season 2, Thank you, Na'i Colton, baby, for holding it down on this show for us. We'll see you next week with a new episode. Treese, I'm out of here, baby. Peace.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast. Make sure that you hit the follow or subscribe button to be notified when new episodes are released. Also, make sure that you are following us on all of our social media pages instagram we are at finesse media twitter check us out at underscore finesse media and on facebook finesse media llc see you next week with something brand new